0: Hey guys, welcome back to the 429 Podcast. I'm 2.
1: I'm 9. And I'm 4.
0: And welcome back to another episode of TechCast. I think this is TechCast episode 14. But before we get started for TechCast, guys, we just wanted to give you guys um, a new announcement Yay. on um, behalf of yeah. us at the 429 Podcast. Um,
2: you may have something has been different. You mm-hmm.
0: know, it hurts. it hurts for us to say this, but moving forward for at least at least till the end of the year, right? We're going to come back and reevaluate, but at least until the end of the year, we're only going to be moving forward with just TechCast episodes. Mm-hmm. The main reason for this is, you know, we feel the Sunday and mon- or Monday morning episodes, depending what time you guys get them, right? Uh, you know, we just feel those episodes are not up to the par where we want it. Exactly, nine, right? They're not up to the par, mm-hmm. like, where we want it to be. And so, moving forward for at least, you know, temporarily for at least the next couple months, right? Especially now with the holiday season rolling around and a lot of, um, you know, guys, we work outside this also. So, a lot of work deadlines coming in for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we're just going to move forward with TechCast, right? I know it's a little, it's a little sad, it's a little heartbreaking, but um, we still want to, we enjoy TechCast. You know, we think TechCast is an amazing way to get our voices out there and to still keep up with the tech news and everything that we already do on a daily basis anyway, so we're definitely going to continue with TechCast. And if you know, who knows? If, if a good if a good TechCast you know topic comes out that week, maybe we'll drop an episode. Right. So mm-hmm. you'll have like sporadic bonus episodes coming throughout for the next couple months. But
1: or if there's nothing really... things you guys want to hear us talk about, you know, miss, message us those. Let us know, and then maybe we can you know discuss actually dropping an episode on custom topics you guys want us to talk about. Hundred yeah. percent. We're not
2: completely abandoning them. We're just taking more of a, a mental break, uh a quality break, if you if you say, to yeah. ensure our standards are still yeah. up.
0: But with anyway, guys, that's uh the one major announcement we have now. But uh with all that all that with being said though, right, if there's any questions or concerns, you know, definitely DM us, reach out to us at the four two nine podcast on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. As well as on um, directly on our website, uh, the four two nine podcast dot com, and then like, subscribe, and you know, leave comments if you guys want to hear more about what what our thought process is and what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. But uh, with that being said, guys, let's get into TechCast. All right, you know, I had uh, a lot of interesting news stories this week, but let's start with a depressing one, at least for maybe you guys, not as much for me, but okay, probably right. for family members. Yay. Netflix is raising the price of its most popular
1: price no. no. Come on, man. Uh, I think its kind of most it.
0: basic plan is now going to $14 a month and its high end plan I think is at 18 now
1: a month. Probably so to, I'm pretty sure I started this plan at like $11 five. a month and now I'm You at saw 18. at 11
0: I, was I started at like 6 yeah, I was gonna say I was an OGS threat at five ninety nine a month. I remember those days. I
2: remember me watching Netflix early in high school morning through my Wii. Classic, classic times, you know, and that only cost me six dollars a
1: month. I actually never bought um, Netflix before I started getting smart TVs. My first smart TV was actually a four K TV, so I you know immediately went into the four K HDR Netflix plan, and that was like I want to say eleven or twelve dollars a month at the time. This is a couple years ago at this point, and like. You know, we've already gotten up to freaking $18 a month. That's that's absurd. Come on, Netflix.
0: Yeah, so it's it's pretty insane. Um, you know, this goes to show you that like Netflix is feeling the heat, right? Especially now with Quibi gone, right? You know, shout out to the last podcast, <laughs> you know. I think But with Quibi gone, um, hey, he was
2: a huge power vacuum now in the market. You know, but
0: the biggest thing is, you know, as we've seen, you know, Prime Video is really stepping up the game, especially with the uh, new release of Borat last weekend, right? It's freaking killed it. Um, so Prime is really getting up there, especially now that it's included with your Amazon Prime membership. It's really like, it's like a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I mean, you-
2: I mean, like Prime is just becoming a better, better deal, while Netflix is just becoming mm-hmm. more and more of a uh, consideration to cut the whole thing altogether. Yep
0: disney plus and disney plus has basically pulled all its content from netflix so it could put it on disney plus so you have the
2: mandalorian that's coming out today yeah. by the time this releases
0: and so netflix is really you know netflix is really feeling the pain i mean they have some nice custom originals that we've been talking about lately but at the same time it's not enough to keep them sustained at this moment in time so yeah. we'll see how it goes but as of right now um they're raising the prices and we'll see how the market reacts to this right mm-hmm. it should be an interesting one to see for our pandemic lives moving yeah. forward you know
2: it's you know, it's, it's really sad but um uh, you know we kind of saw this ran the wall in the last price increase i just didn't expect it to be both yeah but
0: we'll all see. right let's get into the next story this is an interesting one and i don't know how you guys feel about this but AppSheet by Google workspace is now live now if you guys don't know what AppSheet is right AppSheet is basically a no-code app building platform and now that Google bought it. It's powered by Google So you guys can really make you know Nice custom websites platforms and everything like that all no code style just using AppSheet So I want to get your guys thoughts on this, right? Feel free to click on the link to, that I just gave yeah, I mean, you guys me, to get let me more take a look info. At
1: this I've actually never heard of this before, so let's see what's going on here. AppSheet. So
2: I'm looking at basically... it. So mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. It, it, it kind of reminds me like a, a pretty much a more power up Google Forms, right? You can think kinda... about
0: it that way, but at the same time, it has the you know capacity to work with Google Drive, Dropbox, Office 365, uh, Tableau. Other cloud spreadsheets and you know, database platforms. You know what platforms? this kind of
1: seems like to me. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. Originally, when you first said this, I was thinking it was going to sound like a Wix or like yeah. a WordPress, but not I at think, all. Though I think this actually seems more like a SharePoint alternative.
0: Ideally, yeah,
1: you know, it could be a SharePoint
0: alternative. It's really a platform as a service, right? Yeah. So it's really just it provides it, it provides amazing connections to any database, any. You know, Salesforce is what I'm seeing here, as well as any Microsoft products with Office 365, yeah. Dropbox or Box, Google Forms, Google Sheets. Obviously, now that it's bought by Google, they could really do anything, right? And even just your regular DBs, your Postgres, you know, that's a big fan of 4 over there. But MySQL, SQL yeah. Server, Amazon DynamoDB, and it's all cloud-based. This is all, all, all cloud-based, that's right? Which cool. is insane, right? So it's definitely interesting. And, uh, and it's all no code, right? So it's really, this is designed for, for business people to use and design their own platforms for.
1: That's really cool. What were you saying for? I was saying that's BA stuff right here. Yeah. So business analysts,
0: it's pretty, it's pretty dope. And so we'll see, we'll see how it actually progresses through, you know, like every other Google thing we've seen late as of late, it's pretty, it's been like a quiet release, so I don't see it going super, super crazy, but, uh. We'll we'll really see how it plays out and uh it should be exciting to see.
2: I be I I for me right now the only real like oh, like instant use I can think of immediately is like it's good for like prototyping. Yep. Quick prototyping for I guess I app ideas or website ideas you have and you wanna really see how it really functions with actual data. That'd be really nice. This <laughs> uh, is
0: also really good for like dashboards. dashboarding people. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right
1: immediately, like <laughs> the amount of stuff you can display from here so easily is insane.
0: It's like take your like average business, you know, re- average business like a restaurant, for example, who has all this statistics and metrics and everything inside of an Excel sheet. Now you can make like a nice dashboard out of it using AppSheet and provide some nice, you know, data mining, some data tools and everything to see all right, what's my profit going to look like and stuff like that. Maybe create some projections out using AppSheet and stuff like that, right? Yep.
1: So yeah.
0: it's very interesting and very powerful for the non-programmers who are involved who don't know Python and can't do stuff like this, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely a really good um, plus and a really, I would say, needed benefit, but I just want to see what the adoption really looks like, right? Because we've seen tons of these no app, no, I'm sorry, no code kind of like styling things, right? But they don't really take off just because there's too much of a learning curve. But with Google notoriously being known for like their amazing, amazing, amazing documentation, right? Like I can't wait to see really what
2: comes out of this. So it'd be interesting. Uh, honestly, it's 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 kind of like it's up in the air. You know, I know like low code is kind of a movement that's only recently started and recently kind of picking up momentum. And I think it does have its place, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it can never really truly satisfy actual development from work. Hundred
0: you know? percent. I wouldn't say this is for you know the, uh, you know those crazy Fortune 500 enterprises and stuff like that. But it's definitely for the mom and pop small businesses to give them at least some up of a leg up with their competition, who are the big box retailers and stuff like that,
2: right? Exactly. Absolutely. Cool. Moving
0: forward, another new piece of news that I stole from Nine that pinged me this morning about this.
2: Right. There's a lot from me. You mean you're Yahoo? Yahoo
0: has no. come out with their own phone, right? So Verizon has released a new ZTE. I Blade, didn't hear about this. Right. Which is Verizon released a new Blade, which is the CTE that will, uh, what's it called? That will basically be powered by Yahoo, right? So it's a Yahoo mobile phone. It has all Yahoo apps. All Yahoo, you know, intricacies and everything. So, pretty yeah, cool exciting life. to see. Th- pretty exciting to see this, and uh you know, nine cents to me because I still use Yahoo.
2: Um, only person I know that uses Yahoo still. Yeah, I,
0: I'm not the. I can't be the only person. Only right?
2: person. Only person. Guarantee their office. The, even their offices are are empty.
0: Man, that that kind of that
2: kind of hurts me. But, but like how uh, it is. I mean, honestly, so- this 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 phone is kind of like, in a weird way, it's cool. Mostly the color. Kind of just attracts me. I've never seen a, such a purple phone, such a deep purple, right? Yeah, and I will. I love deep purple. It's one of my favorite That's colors. Like. So like, it's such, and you never see it like used. I would love to see like a, a deep metallic purple and like an iPhone or something like that. I think that would be like instantly gorgeous. Uh, and I guess also the the big thing we should talk about is the price. I mean, fifty dollars you know, for a phone.
1: You, you guys, you know who used the deep purple for their logo? Who? Quibi. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. RIP Quibi. Oh. <laughs> like,
2: it just keeps coming back. It's the cycle, that I never ends.
0: Everything back. <laughs> Honestly, this is probably the most these Quibi's gotten in a while, and that's not saying much to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's pretty interesting to see. And the phone's only fifty bucks. I like that. That's kind of a little shocking to me because it's a smartphone, and you're buying it. In the well, United States. Well, I mean, just
2: looking at it, I mean it. It looks like the type of phone you get like for free if you sign up for their like uh, serp's, uh, cellular provider. It's one of those, that, like, giveaway phones, you know? That is true.
0: But I have to say, Nine, I hate to break your heart here. I will not be getting this phone. a and, uh, and there's just one and only one reason for it. I don't what? use Verizon, so I can't, I can't, I kind of can't use Oh, it's use, only with Verizon?
2: Yeah, so. What if you just don't use it as, like, a Phones. just keep it as a relic you know yeah. <laughs> like a like a historical piece <laughs> historical piece it's okay like, you don't you know what to you know you know what to you just you don't need to get it you i already know, EG EG I'm, really know. I'm related Note: i know what i'm getting to for christmas but uh let's
0: uh i'll use it to just check my email that's the only thing i'll use it for your or yahoo just use it email. for all
2: your, your yeah. yahoo emails your yahoo articles your yahoo weather your yahoo uh <laughs> horoscopes that you, i know you look at <laughs>
0: Not anymore. I used to, ah, me... uh,
2: see, we ran
0: out money. All right, moving forward, this is another small story, but Microsoft has made it official. I know we talked about this a few TechCast episodes ago, but the new Windows 10 update has just permanently removed Adobe Flash.
2: What? I thought oh, we had more time. Boom, boom. I thought so, we had more time. <laughs> so, Adobe
0: Flash Player is officially leaving Windows computers, which power about ninety to about eighty-five to ninety percent of computers worldwide. What? Um so all those computers that are on Windows 10 so everyone besides
1: Fours desktop uh No 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 my desktop is you, Windows 10 now. Are you oh, upgraded? Now. It's been that so, for like almost a year at this point. I did it a long time ago.
0: Oh uh, okay so every computer is now every computer that I know of now uh if you're using Windows 10 and you just got the new update uh say goodbye to Flash Player so good, good luck although, playing all those although, games on addicting games or marked cards or whatever cuz they're gone.
1: Childhood, it's gone. I do want to point out, you remember? You reminded me this. Apparently, Windows 7 product keys still work for Windows 10 activations, even though supposedly the free transfer, quote-unquote, is over.
0: Nice. I'm sure there's probably that one engineer at Microsoft who's probably like, yeah, 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 someone will deal with it later, you know? Hey, did you um, make sure
2: to put the expiration dates correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He... 10, 2050. <laughs> Honestly,
1: Honestly, though, yeah, like, this... if you see someone, like, throwing out an old computer or whatever, like... Check the back of it. Odds are you get a nice product key. It's like a $100 piece of software you're just pulling for free.
2: Or just go to those, uh, what's it called, those big uh, close down deals or those uh, uh, garage sales. You know, they have the. Old, they usually have, like, a couple of those old server keys.
1: Just not yeah. like a 7-1. They're good. Go go yeah. we'll walk through Best Buy and just snap pictures of their product keys on there. <laughs> oh,
2: uh, we do not buy that,
1: that. We'll, but that will be oh. a
0: an idea that's lingering. Oh, god, we don't advise that, but no, definitely don't. You know, four that. four did put it out there. I'm just saying, no, like, I did
1: not. That was just a joke.
0: Uh, uh, another one is interesting is like if your schools, your local schools, are probably upgrading their infrastructure now with the whole COVID regulations and everything, right? Um, find out if they got a spare computer laying around. There's probably a server key you could just pull from one of those because they never check those oh, anyway, dude, to be schools honest. Are so, constantly
1: throwing out computers,
0: <laughs> exactly. Right so it's like, feel free, just ping away and just, you'll find, You honestly, you could probably just find one walking down the street. So, good luck with all that. But yeah, so, you know, it's a teary goodbye to Adobe Flash, but... I
2: thought we had more time. I thought it was the end of this year. But, uh... No well, more I mean, Flash
1: viruses. Yeah, get them out of
2: here. No. Yeah, so... If you those. definitely
0: get a Flash virus alert on your computer now and you just upgrade to the new Windows 10, please, for the love of God, don't call the number. Please, just it
2: doesn't exist anymore what are you talking about it's microsoft they want to help me uh-huh of course it is they right? want to help me They. i just need to pay a 200 dollars service fee and, target gift and cards. then I, and can target gift cards and uh and then they'll help me right away but first i got to pay them and then they'll help me and, then also and make sure the irs
1: sure. is on the other line
2: the irs yeah. is on the other line don't forget and also oh. I'm, i need help with uh Quipit uh tech support. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you're talking to Roy Jones, right? The Roy 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 Jones, the guy who has the most American name ever but has the deepest Indian accent known to man. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I'm also talking to uh he's a white hat technician, so he knows exactly what he's talking about. Got it. Got it. He's got
1: the a special level know. 3 certified technician. Oh my god. He's very smart.
2: I can And he's located it. in Dallas, right? And yeah, no, in Dallas and sometimes uh California always for some reason, even though he doesn't know the weather, fair. Uh <laughs> or <More> the time <laughs> all the time but uh, i'm sure he just works so hard you know that's only the reason
0: Uh, let's get into the next group of now these four i would say are the big stories for this week right so let's crack into it first one this is a big one right nasa just discovered an asteroid asteroid psych right so what that means is basically it was like a developing planet but never got to actually fully develop because of like one thing or another, maybe a solar wind, maybe a rock crashed into it, whatever it may be, so right? sad.
1: It couldn't It couldn't drop like off its axis.
0: But mm. it's basically a just full-blown metal asteroid now that's worth, get this, guys, $10 quadrillion. On a space. Right? That's 10 followed by 19 zeros. And just to put that in perspective, $10 quadrillion is about... I think they estimated at five times the amount of money in the world. like you could take all the money in the world, put it together, multiply it by
1: five, and you still don't reach this number. Yep. Elon Musk so, uh, Elon Musk thinking face right. So, so how
2: far is this if let's say one and one to reach Well, the...
1: so
0: let's put it this way. NASA is sending a probe to this asteroid and will land this probe on this asteroid for the next two years to gather scientific data to figure out how planets sure, are. Sure, to
2: scientific that. data.
1: Right.
0: Or if not, you know, this might just be another bonus for NASA to add to their space agency fund, you know? Yeah, maybe this will it save social the security. Is,
1: the probe is expected to launch in 2022 and will arrive at the asteroid in 2026.
0: What? Hey, maybe, maybe this will save our social security fund in the United States. Who knows? That's four years. But four they said
1: years? that if...
0: And this and this, believe it or not, it's a big asteroid. It's about the size of Massachusetts, the United States the state of Massachusetts in the United States, right? So it's a pretty it's a pretty big asteroid. And if this was to ever come towards Earth, you know, forget about the amount of people that would die, right? Because it's gonna be a ton of people that will die. Massachusetts
2: but, size of people.
0: Massachusetts size of people that would die, right? But at the same time, it would just cripple the whole world economy at the same exact time.
2: Because you
0: have something falling from the sky that's worth ten quadrillion dollars. The whole market, all your savings, everything you've ever had in life, is just gone to shit, right? So it's like
1: not unless I it, got it first.
0: <laughs> yeah, your inflation just went to like nine hundred million, even more, right? Nine hundred quadrillion. On my
1: property, in particular.
2: I mean, if it does,
0: that squatter rights.
2: You know, what if I squat on it? Is it mine? you <laughs> we'll just squat on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, mine. Like, it's mine. I own it now. You get away. <laughs> right,
0: but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty insane. So, interesting to see yes. how NASA plays this one out. I love these space discovery things, right? Because it's always something like pie-in-the-sky kind of thing, but they mm-hmm. found it. Like, the other day, I was reading an article. They found water on Mars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Mars. I'm sorry. On the moon. Right? Like, liquid water. Not even ice. Like, liquid water they found on the moon.
2: Yeah, right? yeah. I heard about this. I heard about this. Basically, it was so... coming from uh, asteroids that have been hidden in the moon, and mm-hmm. basically, it's just been pooling in one of the biggest craters. You can actually see mm-hmm. it every time it's a full moon it's the crater it's one of the largest craters in the bottom yeah. of the visible part of the moon. And what's crazy this about also, that,
1: right? Isn't it because like mm-hmm. the moon has like one week day and night cycles and the ice is typically on the opposite side of the moon and it just so happened to be in a place where it was receiving enough sunlight to melt but not evaporate or something like that. I don't quite remember. It's
2: part of that, but it's also part of the reason it's just been collecting it's been getting water from just asteroids over the years just hitting it and then landing in that crater and the crater just formed the perfect like uh what's it called like pooling.
0: And now they're just trying to figure out, right? Now this is official because you know we always they always talked about water on the moon and stuff like that, right? But they made this official because they didn't know beforehand if it was actually water or if it was like a close cousins of water called uh, hydrogen oxide or some shit like that, right? I'm not a chem guy, right? Fake so, water, fake water, right? Basically, so they couldn't never tell, but now that they now they were able to tell by sending a probe there. So it's actually interesting to see how this will play out too. You know, maybe we set up a establish- a settlement on the, on the moon. You know. And get to to 19 quadrillion dollars or something. Like We're that, long
2: right? overdue for that. We should be having people on the moon yesterday.
0: I mean, I I'm I'm very happy here on Earth, but good luck, guys. Good You're morning. the first one up there.
2: <laughs> I already booked your trip
0: with your new Yahoo phone. <laughs> Next piece of news, right? Next second big piece of news, right? Nine, you might already know about this. If not, I'm excited to bring this news to your ears. I don't know, I don't know about anything. Microsoft has lost its no. top director for Halo. I knew this. Oh. Right? So Halo oh. will now be delayed. And uh, that's a big, that's a pretty big standing loss considering Microsoft's trying to, you know, beat out for the Xbox Series X and everything with the console wars. But, um you know, we'll see, we'll see how this all plays out, you know. Nine, I'm very curious to get your thoughts on this one.
2: Well, the biggest concern is that from the community, is that this is not the first time it lost its director. This is actually the second time it lost its director over the course of development. So it's pretty worrying news when you have a project as Massive Halo and you have its main, uh, what's it called? Its main director just jump ship midway through. You know, it's not a good sign. Uh, he said it that basically he he's happy with the project uh, and he's, he's confident the team will come, you know, pull through. But uh, for me, it sounds like he just PR talk to save space, uh, save face, and uh, not cause any chaos. But it's pretty worrying, not to mention that uh, when uh, they demoed uh, the the uh, the gameplay o- over the summer, a-, a huge course of memes came out mocking it for its uh, graphical appearance and its uh, animations and stuff, which caused the delay because initially it was supposed to come out during the launch of the console. So. Mm-hmm. It just seems like every month there's new a new course of bad news that well, talks about this element.
1: You know, let let's let's just let's everyone just be real here for a second, okay? Halo peaked at Halo three, Halo O D S T and Halo Reach and it's been nothing but downhill since Reach and Halo peaked when Bungie left, basically. Absolutely. I'm more than happy to have a change of management again because I want to get back to the original like Halo vibes, so Let's it seems like they were going with that. There.
2: It seems like that was the original plan too. If you notice a lot of the art piece and the concept art, it seems a lot of it's kind of like influenced by the first Halo, right? The same kind of villas and kind of luscious grains in the, the Halo ring. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, and it's like supposedly open world, so it's a it's kind of a big change for Halo. It's always been kind of very linear. So I'm kind of excited for it, but all the news I hear about it kind of worries me that it. It's gonna be pretty bad what are they,
1: when going it comes like up. Destiny route, like open world Halo. I don't
2: know. It's more like Far Cry. I would say, kind of an open world story play. You kind uh, of do... Far Cry. Yeah, that's a
0: great game. Mm, I don't
2: know. Well, not recently, but the old ones were pretty good. old
0: ones are good. All right, moving forward. Next piece of news. Small news, but thought we should address this because me and I had an interesting conversation about it earlier. Google is changing up their logos. I hate it. Right. So the. <laughs> <laughs> immediate immediate reaction we just got from 4 was he hates it you know I'm kind of in the same boat right I'm not a big fan of the change here but 9 what are your thoughts I know we were talking about this earlier
2: um I see why people hate it um but uh someone who I uh, kind of dabbles in the UI and UX community and kind of gets uh what's that called inside from people we they have actually talked about this and a, a lot of them actually kind of like it uh, and it makes sense if you understand ux and UI uh because one of the big principles and that is consistency right and this just screams consistency um you know instantly now this is an apple product line right you mean From, Google? oh sorry Google product line <laughs>
0: there you go he, he already doesn't know See, the UX <laughs> and he already I, I knew <laughs> I
2: knew I knew what it was in my brain my 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 mouth was too slow um, <laughs> but you know instantly um what's it called that this is a line of uh, google everything seems consistent uh one of the things i actually hated very early on years ago was that sometimes uh a lot of the google apps or like it seemed like it was made by uh entirely different style guides right this is like long ago but it used to be like it, it didn't feel you know all a one unit kind of thing i think the last iteration the ones that we see here uh was pretty good right it had a similar styling, so that was nice but i think what people have an issue with is that they kind of took it too far it's like it it went too similar now and now it's the issue is that it's hard to tell one apart at a glance right and i and i totally see those concerns
0: you know this kind of hurts i honestly to be honest with you i think it hurts google in a way for doing this especially now because they're already under a monopoly lawsuit from the united states government right Like you're already under all that scrutiny. You're already under the realm of the government saying, "Hey, no, you guys are too big of a company." Now that you're making all your products the same color scheme logo, now you're gonna really get people to be like, "Oh wow, that's owned by Google too." Oh, what about that? Oh, that that too. Like, well, you gotta
2: remember, you gotta remember, like this is. Oh, Google owns a lot more stuff than even most people know, right? And this kind of change only really affects their core products, right? The things that already have like Google in the name. Like, most of these already have the word Google in them. Like, you know... Google- you, you don't use Google YouTube? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, uh, like I said, YouTube doesn't get changed by this fact. So, that's what I'm saying. But, like, you know, the core ones, like Google Docs, Google Drive, Google Calendar, Google Gmail. Like, these all have already Google in their name, basically. Okay. Um, so, like, I don't think it will cause that much of an issue in that case. But you're, you're right about that case. It might, it might at least... Share some light of how much Google actually owns, but you know the big issue is that Google's always been doing this for you. That's really been their kind of
1: goal let me, since the beginning. Let me let me let me give you my caveman rundown on this. It's okay, ugly. Give me. Give me your caveman, man, Ronda. Me no like colors. Come on. I don't <laughs> like that. Like, it just, it just you know, looks ugly. It's, like, blocky, and, like, those colors don't flow together very well. And, like... That's the file right now. That's the file right now. It's supposed hate, to be... The- like, their old apps... Like, look at that Gmail app. That was so clean and sleek. And, like, the calendar, like, you know that's exactly ugly. what it is. And, like, sheets. Or, I'm sorry, Google Docs right there. You know what it is. Like, you know exactly what you're going to click on. Like, you know what you're loading just based on the icon. Like... What are those icons? You have no idea. You can't even tell. They don't look like anything.
0: Honestly, the Google Meet one has really changed, right? Like that's a that's a. I think that's a completely different service now. To be
2: honest with you, I think honestly, I think the the best one is Google Meets. I think the worst ones that was the Gmail and the Google Docs. Absolutely, I think those two. Are, those you. are the worst. I
0: like um, the Google Drive change. It's very subtle. I don't know if you guys even see it, right? It's a very well, it, subtle it, change.
2: It's clear, it's clear. that the 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 new style guide is is stemming from google drives uh principle kind of a three primary color idea and then um essentially blocky and uh straight lines right hmm. uh the issue i have is that like for said there's too much colors right usually you want to go for like two maybe three primary colors in this case they're doing like basically four colors it's like a always. 100
1: by 100 pixel logo like why do you need five colors in it like you it was fine the way it was Honestly, what would have been really
2: good would have been just having these five, and each of them representing a color, kind of how they were uh, uh, before. Like ha- having Gmail all red, right, and having shades of red, and then calendar and then Docs all blue, and having shades mm-hmm. of blue. Uh, yeah. But there's there's just so many apps that uh, that 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 uh, guy wouldn't work. So I kind of see the issue, but uh, I don't know. All right, Dude, let's move on.
0: Let's. Let's get into the last two stories, right? This is the big one, and then the last one's gonna be a very, very interesting one. I don't, You guys are definitely gonna find the last one the most interesting. But this one, big tech is back in DC. You had Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, and of course, they brought back my favorite, you know, Sundar Pichai, <laughs> back for more tech support questions. Um, again, at, in. So I don't know if you guys actually watched it, but um,
1: I didn't. Uh, it's no. it's
0: pretty it's honestly, it's just really an election. It's really just an election grab at this point. Right. Republicans are grilling uh, the Republican side party is grilling them about, oh, what, what about all these uh, misinformations and fake news and yada, yada, yada. And then you have the Democrats who are also arguing about the same thing, but they're saying that, why don't you report this or report that? The biggest thing they were really focused on from the Republican side was Twitter and Jack Dorsey, which I don't know if you guys saw a picture of Jack Dorsey, but Jack Dorsey has really let his beard grow out, right? Oh
2: my god, I just saw
0: it. <laughs> right, it's pretty big. <laughs> he doesn't look the same. But
2: um But you know, he didn't look like that before the pandemic, right?
0: Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you.
2: I'm looking at um, up- oh no he did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jack Dorsey, uh Jack Dorsey is also the CEO of Square. You know he was really under fire because Twitter was one of those first companies that actually blocked the Hunter Biden story that that went viral a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It's it's really just been a grudge match between these tech CEOs and you know these guys here. They kept asking, you know, why is Google biased? Sundar Pichai, the poor man. I feel like he's here every week. Like he he might as well just buy a house in D.C. at this point <laughs> and just be and just be like, look, we're not biased. You put things on the internet, internet go boom. That's it. But you know they can't seem to understand that a couple of senators still don't know that Google's tracking their cell phone, and they keep asking him, "Does Google know where I'm at now?"
2: So I feel how very does, bad. How does Google know? I, I like this restaurant. I go to it every Friday. But how does it know? Because <laughs> you left a review that said you liked it. But like, how does it know? How computer know? So you know I
0: feel I feel the most bad about Sundar Pichai because the poor man doesn't do anything, right? Like he's just he's just there, right? I feel like they're just calling him for tech support as backup. And, like, if someone's computer breaks, they will go there. So,
2: Sundar Pichai, if you're tech, listening he to... Good, he gives good tech support, though. You can't, you cannot, you can't deny that.
0: Well, Sundar Pichai, if you're out there, um, I, feel, I feel your pain. And I'm sorry you're going through all this again and again and again. Like, I, honestly, please invest in some property down there. It might just make the most sense. Um, but, you know, maybe rent it out to Mark Zuckerberg, who seems to be there every other weekend also now, too. So, like... Mark and Mark Zuckerberg, you know, they're going through the Holocaust denial stuff that actually became very prevalent last uh, last week and this week because of I don't know if you guys saw the Borat movie, the new Borat movie, but I won't spoil much details. But it makes fun of the fact that if you know Facebook talks about Holocaust denial and there's so much misinformation about on Facebook and how people get their news from Facebook, and so the new Borat movie actually targeted that in a couple scenes. And so it's pretty interesting to see that they brought this to light, but uh. I dunno, what are your guys' thoughts? It's gonna it's an interesting one, but um I feel like this is just another another one of those like, you know, Congress doesn't understand tech, tech tech is trying to explain it to Congress and nothing actually happens at the end of the
1: day. But what are your guys' thoughts? Dude, I have no idea what to think. I really don't know. I have no idea what's gonna happen. I've no idea like how how these things are gonna turn out, like every other week Because every other more, week we're this talking about this. I, I I I honestly I just have no idea how things are gonna end up, so
0: but I feel like every other week we're talking about this. Like it's it's like every other week their computers breaking, right? And like they're calling Sundar Pichai back. But I don't know.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I can't get over his beard. <laughs>
0: Jack Dorsey does have a very new beard now, and it's it freaked me out the first time I saw it too. Like you see Sundar Pichai looks the same. Mark Zuckerberg still looks like you know people call him a lizard, but like I don't I don't feel that way. But like. I think he, still, he looks exactly the same. Lazy Jack Dorsey, who just looked like a full 180. You're like, who the hell is that guy? All right, <laughs> like, so let's,
1: let's hop on to the last story. I think we're just about out of time here.
0: Final story, and I'm surprised. I'm very surprised at the both of you, four and nine, because I'm the one who has to bring this up. Yeah, I saw it. Herman, the Herman Miller chair has oh, been what? released, and the reviews are in. Huh? And they Man. are exactly what we were talking about, what you guys were speculating it's a super comfy chair, it's super expensive, but everyone is saying it's worth the price.
2: I knew it, I knew it,
0: and I'm <laughs> gonna buy one. huge credit <laughs> card. <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> but so it's interesting to see, and I don't know. Just wanted to get your thoughts out here for uh, four and nine. What you guys feel about this chair? And main question is, are you getting one?
1: Nope, I won't be getting one. I would love to have one, but. I just can't justify spending $1500 on a chair.
2: Now, if Herman Miller wants to reach out and maybe you know, give us some cheers, I wouldn't I wouldn't say no. Absolutely. So, not. I- I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. And no. I would just say our contact information is on our website, the 429podcast.com. You can also
0: reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are checking that rapidly and all the time. So mm-hmm. please feel free to reach out. And if you want to sponsor us, even just give us one chair, you know, we'll fight to the death for it. And we'll make no, it we live. On the it. I'll
1: take one for the team. I already said this.
2: I already said this. Sorry. So I'll, I'll sacrifice my, my comfort and my lumber support to test this out if needed.
0: <laughs> don't worry.
2: I'll do a good job.
0: But all in all, guys, right, this is the end of episode 14 of TechCast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, like, follow, subscribe to us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as check out our website at the429podcast.com. And guys, if you guys want to hear a story from us on a longer podcast, reach out to us. Let us know. We'd be happy to record it. But until then, we will see you next week at next week's TechCast. We hope you guys have a very safe and happy Halloween. And we shall see you next week. Bye, guys. Later. Bye, guys.